0: Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the legendary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be here to help you be the best version of you that you can be. I'm glad you're here, so let's get to it. What's up? It is Johnny King in the house. Well, my house, I guess. And this is the Johnny King Show. Thank you for tuning in. This episode, I like to start things off a little differently with a little bit of humor. So, hey, Alexa, ask Samuel L. Jackson to ask us a joke. What would you say to some champagne? It is my duty to drink that Flutie. <laughs> there you go. I don't, I don't really know if that's funny. But it sounded funny. And so today, I want to really jump into answering the question of what stops us from moving forward? You know, what stops you from taking action? What stops you from being your best, from stepping into your greatness, from playing a big game versus playing a small game in life, right? And you know, the the answer is a one-word answer. It starts with an F and It sounds like fear. That's right. So fear is something that we can absolutely all connect with because we've all felt it. A lot of us feel it on a daily basis, just because we're humans. But it's crazy because fear, you know, fear can immobilize us. It can and can kind of keep us from taking action, right? It can it can kill your dreams, it can kill your relationship, it can kill your love, it can kill your hope, it can age you. It can hold you back from even doing the things that you feel like you, maybe you're even capable of doing and yet it still has a way of you know, paralyzing us. So I think, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, it's a, okay to say that most of us have experienced fear in one way or another during our lives in such that we fear maybe rejection or we fear failure or maybe we actually fear success. Maybe we fear being vulnerable or having our hearts broken, loving, uh, and then losing, right? The fear of being alone, fear of not knowing what tomorrow will bring. But the truth is that there's no way of avoiding just that feeling of, of fear, right? And so instead of allowing fear to rule our lives, we have to learn how to use fear to empower us, you know? A lot of people are scared of you know, losing their job or a fear of leaving their job. You know, they, they want to, oh, once, once I retire, once I have this, then I will actually go and do the things that I love to do, right? I've heard that so many times, and I used to think about it myself because I was scared of taking that risk, potentially failing, and then in my mind, I kind of, I think I thought that life would end in one way or another, right? However, when you really look at it and in the 10 years that I've been coaching clients all across the world, it's funny that I've noticed that there's a pattern that all of our fears really still boil down to two common fears. So whether we're talking about fear of failure, fear of success, fear of vulnerability, fear of getting our hearts broken, they still always boil down to the same two underlying fears, which is we fear that we're not enough. And that we fear then if we're not enough, then we won't be loved or we won't be accepted, right? So if we don't measure up, if we're, you know, not beautiful enough, thin enough, successful enough, um, you know, funny enough, charismatic enough, whatever the case might be, then we fear that we won't actually be accepted and we won't be respected and loved and appreciated and cherished and adored and honored and all those things, right? So that's the challenge, though, <laughs> is that if you, if you go into this game of you know, comparing yourself to others or comparing yourself to who you thought you should be uh, by this time in your life or how much you should have you know, saved up or how much money you should be making or you, know, you should have a certain amount of kids by this age, you know, if you're going to play that comparison game, and, and you probably have heard this, before but comparison is that thief of joy and if you compare yourself to anyone else there will always be someone else who's younger better looking more successful wiser taller shorter right there's always going to be someone who has certain characteristics that maybe you wish you had that you don't and yet they might be just looking at you for things that you have that they don't have right so you have to let go of the comparison syndrome, if you will. Easier said than done, I realize. But you have to start focusing on what it is that you do want versus the fear of what you're going to lose or what you don't have. And so a big part of that is that you really, really do have to to do what you love. You know, you've got to find what it is that you love. Excuse me. And it's as true for work as it is for your lover. Like your work is is going to be a big part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is is truly great work. And I remember when I hit a certain emotional threshold, where enough was enough, I started looking back at my life the thirty years previously, and I was like, "Why was I even fighting for that? Why was I even, you know, creating this life that I thought on paper would make me happy?" Right but again the the way that I see it is that I never actually intentionally chose what I wanted. I was just kind of following through with how I was raised and and what I believed <laughs> would bring me happiness and fulfillment, and yet it brought the exact opposite. I was deeply unfulfilled, I was lost. I was super insecure. I felt like I was you know the only one that was faking it, attempting to make it. And yet I was failing and I was really, really, really fearful each and every single day that someone was going to find out that I wasn't, uh, as much of a man as I was putting off to be, that I was not as successful, that I wasn't as smart, that I wasn't as great of a partner, you know? So still it it comes back to not being enough and thus not being enough, not being loved and appreciated. You know, someone was going to call me out and, uh, and tell the world that I was a, a fraud and that I was an imposter. And so that was when things changed for me. I hit an emotional threshold and I said, uh, this, you know, this far and no farther. I I started looking at life differently. And I started looking at life from the from the perspective of if I continue on this current trajectory, I'm going to waste my life away. You know, I know I could I'll probably get to my end of days and regret. You know, not going for it, not putting it all out there. And so I began fearing more of the idea of remaining the same type of man that I had been who had created this uh, kind of life implosion at 30 years old. I, I was more fearful of staying where I was than I was at least moving forward. And so in 2010 I quit my job and I was searching man I was searching <laughs> I feel like in every, every every episode so far I've been saying I, I am search I was searching at this point in my life and maybe that's just the common theme is that <laughs> we're, we're always always searching for uh, more right and we're always looking for if you're listening to this these type of podcasts it's probably true that you're uh, an achiever you're always looking for more you're looking to, to grow and that's definitely who I am too. And so, and you know, no doubt in 2010 at that point, I was searching for the next level, you know, like, okay, I'm going to quit my corporate job. Uh, but what does, you know, what does life look like? I had no idea even what my passions were. I just knew that I wanted to have a greater contribution. I wanted to do something that allowed me to be proud of myself. Um, but I wasn't even quitting my job to quote unquote become an entrepreneur and thus have more free time. Like as if that was even true. Um, I just knew that that seemed less scary actually than staying the man that I was, which had created a lot of pain for myself and other people, loved ones in my life. And so that was, that was the emotional threshold and I started moving forward and raising my standard of, of certain things in my life. And I was with a a friend yesterday, he and his wife, and we were out skiing, um, by skiing. I mean, I was snowboarding, they were skiing. And after we were skiing, we were chilling in the hot tub. And, you know, he said something that I don't know if it was a compliment or not, but I'm going to take it as a compliment. (laughs) He said, you know what, Johnny, I have not met anyone in my life besides you, who as we've gotten older your standards in life have either remained the same or they've gotten higher and i was like mm, thank you <laughs> so again but my thought is if if you're playing you know life uh at this level and you're listening to podcasts like this or you're reading books and we're always about self improvement then we should be like a fine wine right <laughs> yeah, our, our bodies may not be the same as they were uh in our thirties or our twenties or our forties or fifties, depending on how old you are, but you know, from the place of wisdom and fulfillment and contribution, like life should be getting better and better, right? Um we should be able to to play a bigger game. And so that was me in 2010. That's that's actually probably been uh, something that's happened every other year I've noticed every like uh, like every 18 to 24 months I feel like I've been there's just something within me that calls out for me to 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 level up and to let go it's like a shedding of old skin you know and you're you're you know transforming a little bit and that's that definitely was true for me and so that's scary though, man. That fear kicks in big time because then you're like, well, I'm 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 comfortable. I, I'm but I'm fearful of losing this this comfort. And there's a place where I battle, like I said, every like almost every other year. I'm like, ah, but I love what I've created, and yet I know there's that itch. Like I'm dissatisfied, I'm bored with you know the status quo again because what I wanted two years ago now I have and and I've enjoyed it now, but now I need to level up, right? So for you <clears throat> I think that's why it's so important to do what you love. I think a lot of people, you know, there's that constant, you know, conversation about like, well, do you do you have to be doing something that you're passionate about as your work or could it just be a means to an end? And I don't I'm not here necessarily to debate that. But I do know that there has to be a certain level of fulfillment and enjoyment and love for for what you do in your work because that is the majority of time that we spend you know, um, apart from our loved ones. And from that place, does it generate, you know, happiness and fulfillment, like I said, such that it should overflow into your relationships with your significant other, potentially into your relationships with your other loved ones, whether it be your children, your family members, your friends, your community. And so that's why you have to be willing to use fear, like I said at the very beginning of this episode, to your advantage not let it paralyze you or or cripple you you have to use it almost as like a <laughs> as a whip to to kind of like whip you forward because looking back over your shoulder or or maintaining the status quo is certainly no way to live you know and you have an obligation you were given this gift of life of breath and it's not, at least in this human experience, going to last forever, right? So how are you going to use every opportunity to, to grow and to become the very best version of yourself? Because that's the only thing that you get to take with you, in my humble opinion, <laughs> into the next experience, whatever that might be. But don't you, at the end of your life, want to feel a sense of pride that you've left it all in the field versus that feeling of regret that like, ah, I could have given more if I had just not been so fearful. So from one to another, from me to you, I know it's scary, whatever it is that you're putting off. But if you can do one thing today, I challenge you, one thing to move that ball a little bit closer towards that end goal And then the next day, just another little thing, if you could improve your your life just 1% more today than you did yesterday, incrementally over the the span of a year or a decade, (laughs) several decades, it will be life-changing, not only for yourself, but for all those that come in contact with you. So thank you again for listening. You rock. Talk to you soon. And that's our show for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, I'd be honored if you'd share it on your favorite social platform. It also really helps to get the word out if you subscribe and leave a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Something you think we could be doing better? I love constructive feedback, as it's always welcome. And please feel free to email me at podcast at johnnyking.com with any questions or concerns. I'm also available on Instagram at johnnyking or on facebook.com backslash Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been awesome. And we'll catch up with you next time. Peace.